Hi, welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This week is our penultimate episode in Disney's Animal Kingdom. Well, we will be coming back to Animal Kingdom at some point. We want we want to talk through a lot of these attractions in a bit more detail, like attractions like Everest that have so much history behind them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if, for the purposes of these shows, what we wanted to give everyone is just an overall tour of the park. But we will be coming back. Uh, similar to how we did some of the... That's my daughter shouting in the background. Uh, similar to how we did some leave. of the... She doesn't want to leave. That's what it is, Ryan. She doesn't want to leave. She doesn't. She wants to stand around King... And to be fair, Animal Kingdom would be her favourite park. Very true. So there we go. Um, yeah, so we will come back to Animal Kingdom and explore some of the attractions in a lot more detail. But for now, in this episode, we're going to be touring Africa, hitting all of the attractions, food stops and various other things that makes it sit outside of those such as festival of the lion king so sit back relax and enjoy the podcast each of us has a dream a heart's desire it calls to us and when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be all we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So, Africa. I yeah. I have to say, <clears throat> I think this is the best designed land at Animal Kingdom. Best designed land. Um, authentic. Ju- authentic, I should right, say. Right, okay. Because I was thinking, like, I was, like, looking Pandora. at Avatar. Pandora is absolutely stunning to look at. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. exist as a place. No, um, you, what do you mean, Ryan? Are you saying it's not real? Just in James Cameron's crazy <laughs> mushroom infested mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, like, I mean, it's only really between sort of Asia and Africa, isn't it? Really, because Dino Land, Dino Land's a mess. Yeah, an absolute um, and and Asia, it doesn't really. I mean, it's it's great. It looks, it does look very authentic, doesn't it? Like, or or rather. There's lots of authentic elements to it. Yeah. But obviously it spans like quite a sort of region, doesn't it? Quite a big region. Obviously Africa is quite a big region as well, I suppose. But it is, yeah. So I just I really like I'm talking about. about I think they've 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 captured it like really well. And the, mm-hmm. the, the small details they've put in some, to some of the buildings and things, I think you, it makes you believe that like, you are walking through a town in Africa. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's probably what it is. Like, because it does feel more like a town, you've got more buildings. So confined. Yeah. Whereas um, Asia is more spread out. You've got like a little cluster of buildings. Like we, we found last week Mm. with lots of different restaurants and lots of different like food shop, um, food stuff. And then, and then all you've really got is the front because at the back, you've got the trails and you've got 
um what's it called the water one yeah so you've got those two which are big big empty well not empty spaces but big spaces at the back so you've only really got the front and it's quite a long stretch between sort of the restaurants at the front and everest over by the other side i think africa is it's really it's 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 quite it's still quite a big land it look you know it's not a small land but i think it's so like everything's packed together Mm -hmm. and i think it's when you walk into it and we're not walking into it from the way that i'd argue that you should but when you walk into it from discovery island yeah you see the the sign you're walking across that bridge and you enter the land i think it's one of these places like pandora like galaxy's edge where you you truly believe you are walking into africa yeah they created a very immersive environment haven't they yeah and especially when you get the the people on the um the drums that as you, mm-hmm. you walk in i think you can see the um the the tree kind of hanging over uh, kilimanjaro safaris in the background i think everything about africa is just so well designed and i think it really is like joe Rody and his imagineering team that put this part together i think it's them at their best yeah yeah no i agree i agree but you know i don't i've never been to africa so I can't actually compare Afri- the it real Africa. Not been the... to the to the real Africa. Yeah, I've been to most other continents, but never, never Africa. Never, never Africa. Yeah. So, so this is this is your this is your based on your knowledge of or your thinking of what Africa would be like. Well, it's, it's based, this is a good detection. It's based, it's based on I have seen Africa, like yeah, photos, and you know, I'm not just going. <laughs> Africa's like I think it's probably accurate. Yeah. They've got a safari at the end of every street. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's my understanding, right? Yeah. But yeah, no, I think it is, it is designed really well. So we're, we're yeah. coming into Africa through the uh, entrance from Asia. So yeah. it's a slight, it's a weird way in that way, actually, because it's quite like a, it's just a weird path in. Um, obviously, we're looking at, the, still looking at the 2019 maps because everything is not open yet. It's getting mm-hmm. closer. There's more and yeah. more restaurants that are opening at Disney every every week, it would seem, at the minute. So I think probably by the time we get to maybe Epcot, maybe Hollywood Studios, depending on which order we do them in, we may shift to the current maps. The new but, ones. But for now, we're, we're in 2019, where we can still see smoking stops on the on the map, which obviously <laughs> no longer, thankfully, no longer exists. Yeah. I was I so glad. that little bit of space there between Asia and uh, Africa. Lovely little space that as well. Yeah, what could they put there? But it's um, yeah, I, I'm so glad they made that change. Particularly now, I've got um, Piper. Yeah, yeah. You could. Just... I mean, obviously, they, they were they were relatively tucked away, weren't they? Bit, um, I think they're tucked away in before, quite but... nice spots. Yeah. Always. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they occupied some pleasant places. Particularly the one in the always one that comes to mind is the walk through in Frontierland. Right. Okay. So you'd you'd walk through in like round the side to get to Splash and Thunder. There's that like pier. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The wooden, the wooden area. <laughs> it was like in the middle of that, and mm. you'd be like, "Oh, this is lovely. This is lovely." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, sometimes I feel like there's one in Epcot that I've sort of drifted into without realizing it before. Yeah. There was. There's. There used to be one. Um, between Future World and 
World Showcase where you walk on the left hand side where you walk across those like little bridges across the lake. Yeah, the, the mini lakes. Um, and I'd often get stuck in that as well. Mm. But I'm so glad that yeah, because uh, sometimes you'll be standing there and you'll be like a lot of uh, sort of smoky smell and you and you're just like well, you know you, sm- you just realize you're standing in the middle of a smoking area yeah yeah so I, it's such a positive change i mean i know there's people listening that probably smoke and disagree but i think most of the people that i've spoken to actually that do smoke get it yeah They're like actually i mean to be fair most smokers any smoker that i've spoken to gone has gone yeah i, I probably should give up but yeah <laughs> i can't yeah yeah so you know, I know that's not true of every every smoker, but I think for a family theme park, it made total sense. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to contest it, really, isn't it's, it? You can't really put a case for it, can you, really? No, no, you can't really. Particularly in a post-COVID world where you don't really want people breathing smoke clouds out into other guests. So we're entering from um, Asia. The reason why I spent so much time talking about smoking spots is because we're actually quite close to an old smoking spot as we come in. Yeah. The first one on the list is um, Harambe Market. Yeah, number 29. Which um, I have never been to. I've walked around this whole market and I think it's, you know, it's relatively new. They they bought in these little markets maybe a few years ago now. Right. Or they, they certainly, they either bought them in new or they certainly redevelop them because there wasn't a lot of food options in Africa before this other than the restaurant that we're going to be talking about later and like they had a bar and a coffee stand but mm. beyond that you couldn't really grab like a quick lunch right I see yeah yeah, yeah. so they added these like kind of market stops where you can there's various different like windows I suppose where you can go and grab some of the stuff we're going to be talking about um, I think people often miss this area actually because whenever I walk past it it's quite quiet yeah, I mean, I guess it is the the. I mean, the Harambe Market area that in particular is quite tucked away, isn't it? Like, it's the only it's the only real thing on that right hand side. Um, you know, the main sort of run. If you were to come in from Discovery Island and you go straight ahead towards Kilimanjaro, you've yeah. got stuff left and right of you. And that's kind yeah. of like the main run I would think of it as. Um, whereas you say, you know, if you're coming in from Asia, there's probably not a huge. You probably don't get. There's the same sort of volume of people coming in through Asia. Um, and even then, they're probably more likely to go straight straight across towards the sort of the main high street bit. Yeah, no, I think so. Um, but in terms of some of the things they've got, um, they've got entrees, ribs and chicken bowl, harambe salad with chicken. Um, harambe salad without chicken. <laughs> ribs bowl, which is very strange, but it's mixed greens served with ribs top of salsa that does feel like a strange mix does doesn't it and then grilled chicken bowl which is rice mixed greens served with grilled chicken feels a bit more natural to have that in a a bowl of greens and rice than it, to have it ribs. does well i suppose you know you have ribs and rice don't you it's all and also it's, i think it's the greens that are a bit odd but i've never had them i've seen these dishes and they all do look really good yeah i've usually just come from Yakinyeti or I'm heading to Yakinyeti, so I I've never like been able to <laughs> to try eating here. It's your your two states whenever you, whenever you're in Animal Kingdom, you're, yeah. you're always either coming from Yakinyeti or going to Yakinyeti. Doesn't matter what time of day it is. 
It, well, there's two. There's two. There's there's more than one. There's there's that one, or it's I'm heading to or had just come from Pongu Pongu where I've grabbed a green beer, which we'll talk about next episode. Of course, yeah, yeah. So that that is the other one. And there's another there's a, there's another bar that I tried for the first time last time that we'll talk about next episode as well. Another bar. Oh, okay, okay. Which many, many people that love Animal Kingdom will know which one I'm referring to, but I'm not going to spoil it for people that don't. Like me. Exactly. <laughs> Certainly if our September trip goes ahead, it's uh, it's a good bar actually because it's got outside seating. Oh, okay. So okay. It's a nice one in a in a pandemic world where you can have a drink and and they not... do poutine as well, which is really good. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's the market. I think really, really well designed this area. And also they've got the Simba cupcake because, of course, they have. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The, um, there's one thing on the, the – they've got the kids' menu. They've got – so they've got kids' meals and they've got the chicken bowl and chicken nuggets. They also have kids' Disney check meals. Do you know what, do you know what that is? I think, I think Disney check – and. So this is another episode in itself, I think. I think Disney Check is like healthy options. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. I'm just Googling it. Disney Check. Um, like within certain calories or something like that. Yeah. Disney Check makes it easy to spot food and beverage choices that fit with your family's healthy lifestyle. Yeah, there you go. When you see a Disney check, you'll know that the food you're looking at is tasty and meets Disney's nutritional guidelines. Yeah. So basically, it's, it's interesting like, that they only have that for the kids section. Yeah. It's basically <laughs> not nuggets or burgers. Yeah. To be fair. And it's also, it's, it's just uncrustables. So it's basically it's something that they've bought in. Yeah. Because they haven't, you know, they couldn't make their own healthy thing. Which seems crazy because you wouldn't think that actually. Like doing a kid's chicken salad is not particularly unhealthy if they remove all of the sauces. Yeah, and even even in the kid's meal, you've got the chicken bowl, which is grilled chicken, which shouldn't That's be white. unhealthy. No. White rice served with applesauce, mandarins, or... And what, like, how is that not healthy? Yeah, what are they putting in that rice? Yeah, it does make you wonder, doesn't it? Because that feels just as healthy as it would, as Uncrustables would be. Is it like dessert rice? Is it like grilled chicken with like rice pudding is that what it is <laughs> i mean it doesn't it doesn't say that it just says white rice that's the only way i think it could be unhealthy yeah like unless it's like caked in dressing or something but then why would you have dressing on rice that's a salad thing yeah. so well, I don't know. because america maybe maybe <laughs> i don't know then they've got they've got a few alcoholic beverages leopard's eye which is snow leopard vodka with passion fruit, mango, and kiwi. Why do I think that Disney have just seen that there's a, a vodka called Snow Leopard and gone, yeah, that's perfect for Africa. <laughs> I'm not even sure Snow Leopards are from Africa. I mean, I would have guessed at more Asia. I would thought I would have thought Asia. Um uh, yeah, yeah, Central and right. South Asia. There you go. So remove that, Disney. Yeah. Straight away. <laughs> it's not very appropriate, is it? It's not. I mean, Safari Amber, sure. Safari Amber, Serengeti yeah. Sangria. Now that, whoever came up with that one, genius. <laughs> Full credit to that Imagineer. I'm not sure about the Tampa Bay Reef Donkey. No. 
doesn't doesn't quite fit in. The Tampa Bay Reef Donkey. I mean, that's just not something I would order. <laughs> you can't you can't see yourself saying, "Can I have a Tampa Bay Reef Donkey, please?" Yeah, does it come with a donkey? <laughs> yeah, here's your beer and donkey. It's because you're a bit of an ass if you order it. <laughs> but the Serengeti Sangria, genius. Yeah. Love the, it. the the um in the non-alcoholic beverages they've got watermelon lemonade, um, which sounds okay. intriguing. Featuring Minute Maid Premium Lemonade, so is it like watermelon and lemonade? Lemon what they lemonade? do is they get a glass, fill it with Minute Maid, and then just shove a watermelon slice <laughs> in it, like a whole watermelon slice, an entire water, just half a watermelon. They just shove it on the top of the glass. Yeah, there you go. Wedge it right in there. So, yeah, that's uh, Harambe Market. And as we move away from Harambe Market, we're moving, I think, on to Zuri Sweet Shop next, right? Yeah, yeah just across the street. Now, much. this place used to be fantastic. Right. I, I thought when this place first opened, it was brilliant. They, um, they served, I don't know if you, you might remember this, they served poo... I was going to say, was this where they served the... Was it like giraffe poo or something? It was like giraffe poo, elephant poo, like brownies. Yeah. And then people kicked up up a fuss, didn't they? Yeah. I I thought it was really clever. I think it worked Mm -hmm. really well. I tried one. They were delicious. I just think it was a really, really nice idea. And then people were like... Oh, that looks like poo. It's like, (laughs) but it's not poo, is it? And and that's the point. Yeah. (laughs) you don't want that they've got a mickey cookie here that you can have yeah <laughs> it's probably like because yeah i completely agree it was a great idea because you know it's it's incredibly appropriate for the for where it is and they look great they i mean it looks like animal poo doesn't it and it, they were really good brownies as well mm. they're really yeah. really good and so they, yeah they were, I, I, I was disappointed when they took that out so was I, because it was something unique. And they also used yeah. to have like um, like a pick a mix area. Right. Where you could get you could get things like trail mix and stuff, but you could also get like yogurt coated pretzels. But they had like three or four, maybe even four or five different varieties of yogurt coated pretzels. Mm-hmm. They had like strawberry ones, raspberry ones, the standard like um, yogurt ones. Yeah. They were expensive because of course they are, they're Disney. But mm-hmm. you could like put them in a bag and go and take them to the counter. Last time I was here, they weren't there. Um, they had a very limited selection. It was pretty poor, to be honest. Oh, okay. The bakery here that sits on the, as you walk in on the left-hand side, is still fairly decent, but it's now your standard Disney bakery. They right, did okay. have, I think okay. they had like a, like a Simba, like a lion basically painted uh, cookies and things and cupcakes. Mm-hmm. Made it a little bit different. But it feels like when they removed the brownie poo, they it, took out some of the other unique the, items. The, the unique stuff that I think made it. But it's still a very good bakery and, and probably, I want to say, the only bakery that Animal Kingdom's got. The only proper bakery. Yeah, because obviously they've got Starbucks, haven't they? Which will do some yeah, some sort there, of yeah. Disney stuff, won't they? But not a huge amount. If you want to get like your um, Mickey cookies or brownies, I think... I want to say they do fudge here, but I could be wrong. I did see fudge in the pictures. Yeah, obviously, I did. You, obviously, you don't know how up to date some of these pictures are, because um, it looks like in one of the pictures they've got a whole collection of like 
um, whether they're just like generic biscuits or cookies, yeah, um, like shaped in animals and you know ice yeah. and things like that. Yeah, and, and actually they were they were quite nice. And it is a little bit unique, but I do think that the animal poo I think made it. I just love yeah. the idea. I don't, don't, people that don't like it don't buy it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know why people complain so much about it. Because yeah, as you say, if you don't want it, don't buy it. Um, I think Disney yeah. caved in a little bit to pressure and unnecessarily, but I think still, you know, it's not as good as it used to be, but it's still a great place to grab a snack, like a baked uh, good. And I'd still recommend popping in. As I said, they, they used to have some incredible um, yogurt covered pretzels. They've limited that a bit more in recent years, but yeah. It, uh, there's a picture here of like toffee apples that look like elephants. <laughs> yeah, they do have some cool stuff like that. Yeah. I'm pretty great. sure last time we were here, we had, um, we got like an animal shaped cookie. Yeah. This tastes like, you know, your, your normal Mickey cookies, but it, you know, it was nice. Yeah, I mean, kids kids will love that when it's it's great for yeah. You get you get Piper a, a cookie shaped like a giraffe. There you go. Having a great time. Yeah, exactly. Or um, a bit of a crisis as to whether to eat it or pet it. <laughs> when Daddy snaps the neck off. Yeah. No. <laughs> We're going around Kilimanjaro. My daddy killed one of those. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a poacher. No, I'm fine. It's, it's all good. It's all good. It's just a cookie. <laughs> Tell that to the judge. <laughs> right. So away from the sweet shop, and I think we're on to our first attraction now. Well, a land with a land in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Rafiki's Planet Watch. Which I don't really have a good word to say about. I mean, I do actually. If If the... And we talked about this before, but if the vet, yeah. one of the vet procedures is on, mm-hmm. it's great to go and have a have a look, and you get someone talking about the procedure. And I find that stuff quite interesting, and you can see just how much Disney put like care into their animals and things, and the, yeah, you know, some of the conservation efforts that they go. Yeah, through. you can see all of that, and it's great to see that. The problem I've got with it is: it, is it really necessary to go through a train ride? To spend at, at most ten minutes, usually in, in yeah. Rafiki's Planet Watch. I don't know how I I have not been to Rafiki's Planet Watch in years, so I don't remember how long the train ride is. Because I'm, I'm oh okay okay. We did it last time. Yeah, we do it every time actually. Oh okay. We always find ourselves with a bit of time. Well, and I mean, we're, we're always quite keen to go. Let's see if there's a. Um, procedure on and I know you can I think you can ask a cartoon member what like oh this is going to have a look mm-hmm. the problem is with Pandora the procedures are often first thing in the morning right okay so, so now, we don't we often miss it now yeah because now you have a reason to go to a particular attraction early on well obviously Kilimanjaro safaris was was a good reason to go quite early on but then given that Kilimanjaro is just around the corner from Rafiki's Planet Watch yeah, you can easily check so, out Rafiki's Planet Watch and then go to Kilimanjaro. Well, what we'd often do before Pandora is Kilimanjaro, then Rafiki's Planet Watch. Oh, okay. But actually, because of Pandora now, you end up spending quite a bit of time, even at the start of the day, queuing mm-hmm. for um, Flight of Passage. And then you go, oh, well, Navi River Journey is going to be as quiet as it's going to be. Yeah, may as well you do queue that up now. 45 minutes for that. Yeah. And then by the time you're done on that, you grab a green beer. 
and you go over to Kilimanjaro, <laughs> which is probably my usually my first fast pass. Yeah. By the time you're over to Rafiki's, it's half eleven. Yeah, yeah, you can because that's the thing. You can easily spend sort of a two three hours by the time. Yeah. You know, you've hit those first few attractions, can't you? Well, I mean, the thing is with the thing is with Rafiki, obviously, you get to see some of the backstage of where they keep the animals at night and stuff mm-hmm. uh, on your train journey. But I just, I think the whole land is just pointless. If it was me, now, depending on whether the animals could still stay there or not, and obviously it's probably a big reason as to why Planet Watch is still there, I just get rid of it and put something else in. Yeah, I mean, it feels like they have quite a large space there, don't they, because of the yeah. train. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, Planet Planet Watch, the actual area is is further, is further away. Um so they have quite a big area where the train is because obviously it's got a loop round yeah. to go back up. So you think well, you could put something sizable there, couldn't you? I mean, to be fair, you could ex- you could get rid of um, the Up Bird Show, yeah, and massively expand Asia. You could, you could, you could put quite a big attraction in that spot if you got rid of if you got rid of Flight of Passage, um, <laughs> get rid of Flight of Passage, Flights of Wonder, um, and Rafiki's Planet Watch, then, yeah, you could fit a big attraction there. I I would put in a Jungle Book boat ride. Okay. <laughs> Where, <laughs> fair enough. Where you... Why is there not an attraction based on the Jungle Book? I mean, it's very true. They don't, you know, and no it's... attraction in Disney in any Disney park. Yeah, I mean, you you get the you get the characters, don't you? That they're um, often hanging around Asia. Right. Most appropriate. Yeah, it's not like putting a snow leopard in Africa. No, I mean, who would um, do that? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's surprising that they don't have something representing that film because it is a, like a one of the beloved films, isn't it? There's a lot of love for it still today. Yeah, yeah. But and, yeah. and by young Disney fans as well. I mean, um, well, they did they did the live action a few years ago, didn't they? So don't talk to me about that. <laughs> Christopher Walton is King Louis. Absolute train wreck. <laughs> I'll admit that was a questionable choice. How was that movie? Like the movie was supposed to be getting a sequel, which I think has been quietly panned. Right. But yet somehow the Lion King remake, which is basically a shot for shot remake, is getting mm. a prequel. A prequel? Yeah, which John John Favreau is doing. Just John, just stick to Star Wars, mate, all right? <laughs> You're doing well there. You and Dave Filoni are perfectly fine in Star Wars. Stop yeah. making Live action animal re- remakes and prequels. <laughs> prequels. I mean, it's, yeah. I thought the Jungle Book remake was awful. I thought it was okay. Te- like, like technology wise, I thought this was all shot in like a warehouse, and this kid is incredible. Like, yeah, what an actor. Uh, yeah, and I think he's actually playing Peter Pan in the live action. Oh, okay. Okay. I want to say it. They've cast him as Peter Pan. Right. I mean that that could be a good one. Yeah, the Peter no, Pan one. I think so. And I think um Mila Jokovic's daughter is playing Wendy. You say Mila Jokovic like I would know who that is. From Resident Evil. Oh, okay. Okay. In the upcoming Monsters something or other, that video game. <laughs> What's that? Monsters something. What's the what? game that we played? Um, where where it's like online, you fight like monsters. Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. 
She's right. in the live version of that. I mean, it's her husband. Oh, the, oh, oh, the film version yeah, of that. Her husband basically shoots all these terrible video game movies. He did all of the Resident Evil films and he's doing Monster Hunter. And he he and he gets his wife to star in all of them, does he? He's in all of them. <laughs> yeah. And they're never very good, but somehow they still make money. Which is just amazing. But yeah, I definitely put in a, a different attraction between Africa and Asia. And yes, Rafikis. yeah, they so, definitely got the space for it. Yeah. So next on the list is the Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail. Mm-hmm. Made that five times. Jeez. <laughs> um, I love this. I think the the gorillas are really nice to see. Like, especially they, they've always got like a couple of uh, young gorillas in there now. Like yeah. it feels like Disney are obviously really taking care of that family of gorillas because mm-hmm. they keep they keep breeding. They keep like I think they just had another one actually this year, right? Yeah. Which is, you know, you're laughing, but that's a positive sight. Like they don't just breed. They've obviously, not got a telly run. That's what it is. Yeah, they're not. If they're not happy, they wouldn't be doing that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, really, it makes sense. It's a really positive sign, and it's always nice to see like. The young gorillas just playing around and, and yeah they're, they're normally quite active the gorillas aren't they like, a lot of the like, time up, right up close to the viewing area as well yeah nice. and you quite often get some of them running around don't you and that sort yeah. of stuff like especially the younger ones they'll sort of be playing around a bit yeah uh, so that's always annoying nice. the older ones and um the the hippos which i love seeing particularly since i fed one called hans <laughs> who uh it's, it's funny for Dan and I, because one of our friends is called Hans. And Hans the hippo. I Hans like the it. hippo, yeah. And we we fed him lettuce as part of the the kind of behind the scenes Kilimanjaro safaris. Right, right. All that we did. He's like, got any French fries? Yeah, it was it was great. They, they were like, um, oh, and this hippo over here, he's it's, it's called Hans. And Dan and I were like, Uh, but yeah, I th- th- these these um the trails are great are great to go and see, aren't they? Yeah, they I really do are. I'm I'm trying to look at the little pictures that they've got, and they've got obviously they've got the, the gorillas, and it looks like some sort of monkey, and it looks like spiders. I think they've got like an insect house here. Right. Okay. okay. That's probably probably. Um, oh, and that's the hippo, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. can see the hippo now. And then they've got zebra like as well. Oh, zebra. Okay. Yeah, I, I was just thinking well. that was like generic horse, and I was like, that doesn't seem very exotic. No, and then <laughs> Deborah makes all... much more sense. Yeah, they've they've also got meerkats as well. Right. So the next one on the list is, I think it, it it often makes it very top, like everyone's favorite attraction in Walt Disney World. It's usually in the top five. Yeah, and that's Kilimanjaro Safaris. Mm-hmm. I think still one of the best designed attractions on the planet, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, no, I, <clears throat> I agree. It's um, it's such a great attraction, isn't it? And I think obviously, obviously, they they removed like the storyline before, didn't they? Which um, I think was right because I mean, if you if you're first if you're riding it for the first time, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of all right. But when yeah. you've been on it as many times as I had by the time. They retired that story. Yeah, it was like, oh my goodness. And I don't think it. I don't, it doesn't really need it. 
No, it didn't. It, because it, these it's tra- better to tell that story at the end when they're like, oh, you know, look, poachers are responsible for X, Y, Z. Disney yeah. Conservation are doing X, Y, Z. If you mm-hmm. donate, Disney will match it and they give you a, a badge. Like that's yeah. better for the, the safari, I can't remember what they call them, um, the safari cast members to to share that towards the end of the safari. Mm-hmm. Then I think it is to come up with some nonsense story. Yeah, about, about an elephant. Yeah, it just didn't work. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's the thing. It doesn't the, the attraction itself doesn't really need it because there's enough in you know there's enough going on. It's interesting enough. Yeah, without the need for a for a storyline going on in the background. When um, when it first opened, yeah, the the original story was halfway through. You actually saw a like shot and dead elephant. Oh dear! <laughs> but they they took it out because it was too intense. Yeah, I can I can no, see like I can first... see that. The first half of that attraction where you're just seeing lovely animals and all of a sudden they're like, oh, the poachers have got this one. Just a dead carcass of an animal. It's just horrifying. Like, who- I mean, I can understand them trying to get the message across. Yeah, but- I think that's Joe Rody taking it to a bit too far. Yeah, yeah. He's a bit too graphic, old Joe. Um, and I feel like it was going to be something I was going to say, but I've forgotten what it is now. I, I think, I mean, there's not anything really we can say about safaris that we said before. I, I know what I was going to say. Did, did Were they going to change the intro video, the Q video? They have changed the intro video. They have changed it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen it since then. When did they change it? They they changed it in the last 12 months, I think. So we. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt like that was a thing. Yeah. I think, because I remember, usually I've got a fast pass for this, but we did Q for it once during our honeymoon. Right. And we saw the video properly because obviously you're still in the queue mm. and like i don't understand the people who are like oh i'm outraged by this it's like it's over 20 years old and it looks 20 years old it really does it looks very yeah it looks like it's from the 80s yeah which it, it which it is oh it's in the um, 90s oh is it 90s okay yeah, yeah. okay um yeah i mean it looks it looks very dated so i can i don't see a problem with changing it it, it it's funny <laughs> It's funny how some you do get like a portion of the fans that will be upset about the smallest changes. They can't say about anything. Yeah, yeah. As long, if anything changes, there will be people that are upset about it. There's quite a few people upset about the latest Jungle Cruise movie about one thing in it. Oh, okay. Which I won't spoil. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I've not seen it yet. Okay. So yeah, there is one thing to do with a famous Jungle Cruise attraction character. That they have changed and that has annoyed some people ah uh, okay okay but, um i'm intrigued yeah have you watched it yet yeah i i enjoyed it for what it, yeah. what it was it felt like a cross between the mummy and pirates of the caribbean the mummy and pirates oh okay like the night not, okay. not the, like the the 90s brendan fraser like early yeah. like late 90s early 2000s mummy. yeah i mean those are two great films so it, it feels like that's the vibe they were going for throughout Right. Okay. I'm still not sure on on the Rock. I don't think he's a particularly good actor. <laughs> I, I enjoyed I enjoyed him in Jumanji in you know the the remake. I've not seen those yet. Ah, uh, you should check those out. I'm surprised yeah. you haven't. To be fair, I, there's a particular did, actress in it. I didn't. Yeah, I did enjoy him. I did enjoy the Jungle Cruise. Yeah. Okay. I think like ninety percent of his movies are terrible. This one was good. Mm-hmm. It's because 90% of his movies are Fast and Furious movies, aren't they? That's true. <laughs> In recent and, years. I expected, I 
going into uh, expected to dislike Jack Whitehall from the start. Okay. And actually, he was he basically played the brother from the Mummy. Oh, okay, okay, yes, like, I can't. A bit think of an of... idiot. Yeah, I don't mind Jack Whitehall. I've seen. Have you seen Travels with My Father? Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind that. Yeah, but but like it's very different going from like <coughs> comedy with your dad to oh yeah acting yeah. in a big budget film. Yeah, because he hasn't uh, he hasn't done too many films, has he? he? Did, um, the did, he's done some, but Amazon BBC show with David Tennant and Michael Sheen. Oh, I can't um, forget the name of. Despite seeing it twice. Yeah, I know what you mean, but I can't remember the name of it as well. <laughs> it's, gone. It's, it's like one word, isn't it? It's yeah. a one word name. Good Omens. Oh, that one. Oh, okay. That was not what I thought you were talking about. Yeah, Good Omens, which they have confirmed <laughs> is coming back for a second season. Uh, yes, yeah. I thought you were talking about the one where they did it um, over Zoom. Oh, no, he's not in that. Because they're both in that, aren't they? So, yeah, 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 that's what I thought you meant. Uh, so, moving on from our massive sidetrack discussion, <laughs> back into Africa, and we're going to Harambe Fruit Market next, I believe. Uh, 28, yes, Harambe Fruit Market. Where you can get um, fruits. And but hot you can dogs. Also get, <laughs> you can also get an all-beef hot dog and uh, mini baby bells. Uh, yep, and, and pretzels. Churros. Yeah, basically it's snack snacky things and a corn on the cob. I, I'd argue against calling it a fruit market when the majority of the items on the menu aren't fruit. Yeah, I mean they've they've just got generic whole fruit, which I'm, I'm guessing is probably like a whole mix of stuff. But yeah, when I've been that through there, they've got like bananas, apples, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, whether whether the food whether the fruit dominates. From like visually, when you look at the place, whether it, the fruit does. does dominate it, right? It does. I mean, I don't tend to see many people buying the fruit, <laughs> but then it's two twenty. I mean, I know it's a theme park. Two twenty nine for an apple or a banana is expensive. Yeah, <laughs> obviously you can get like a fresh fruit cup, but that's like that's three ninety nine. But yeah. you might get a bit, you know, a bit of a mixture of stuff in there. I mean, I've definitely bought some fruit from like say Disney and like Universal because Universal have got a similar place. Yeah, um, I've definitely bought some because obviously when you're there for like a two week trip, you don't you don't get and see a whole lot of fruit in America. Well, geez, I, you know, I think people will know that I have a larger palate than you do. Yeah, so I do. I do try and have like seafood where I can. Yes, in, in an evening, which doesn't feel like often comes with vegetables and things. Oh, I see. I see where you're going. I was like, you know, seafood's not a fruit, right? <laughs> Wait, what? But by, but by the end of the two weeks, or by the end of the first week, I'm not feeling like all I've had is. And I know you don't just have burgers and nuggets, but yeah, I don't feel like that's all I've had. Or yeah, I know what you mean. Nuggets, steaks. I've had yeah. like some seafood and stuff like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I don't necessarily feel like I need to have fruit. Yeah, I mean, I don't always feel like I need to have fruit. It's just sometimes it's it's a nice, nice refreshing change, isn't it? Also, when I'm when I'm there, I'm usually there like September, October, so I'm actually getting at least two of my five a day through pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> not sure that's how it works, Ryan. Disprove it. Disprove not it. Not sure. I'm not sure pumpkin syrup <laughs> counts as as a fruit anymore. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> 
Do you reckon it's ever seen the inside of a pumpkin? Pumpkin syrup? Yeah, no, I, I think I think so. Yeah, I, I actually. Don't, you don't think it's just a flavored? No, it's definitely flavored not solution. I, I can tell you it's a fact because I called my doctor Doctor Nick Riviera, and <laughs> he said it, it's definitely two of your five it's a day. Hundred percent pumpkin. Yeah, zero percent sugar. He, I mean, yeah. I don't know why he answered the phone and said, "Hi, everybody." I was like, "It's just me, Nick." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you still obviously still have to say hi, Doctor Nick, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. Would have been rude otherwise. But yeah, he said he said it was yeah definitely at least one of your five a day, if not all five. A okay. So especially um, if you polish it off with a churro with chocolate sauce. Yeah, real doctor saying that. <laughs> so I think next we're on to is it Mombasa Marketplace? Uh, what number are we down to? Thirty four. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The marketplace it is, <clears throat> which is basically your shops there's a selection of shops mm-hmm. that have I, I i like the stuff in here because it's a lot of it's like carved by the cast members that are working here mm-hmm. and they've got some really nice like authentic african like clothing and gifts and things like that but yeah it, it's not for me yeah it, it, I, it makes you wonder how much they sell yeah i mean i like the stuff in here i think it's mm-hmm. really really like in terms of the shops yeah really well located really well 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 thought out very uh, what seems to be sort of authentic and appropriate stuff yeah which i think is fantastic but it's just not for me yeah it's it's not the thing it's not the sort of thing that i personally buy no i mean Um, i will often go in and like try some of the hats on and take take photos but that's about it (laughs) you're one of those are you (laughs) yep i'm one of those I still think that the hats they sell in China and Epcot, I don't know how they can get away with that. Um, yes, and I also, don't know what you mean. And also, I think I have a picture on my phone of you wearing that hat. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> but, but like, who's buying that and, and is wearing that? Like, <laughs> yeah, surely, on, a, on a daily basis. Yeah, it so even does. in a theme park, who is yeah. buying that and going, yeah, I, I feel like I'm not racist for wearing this around the park. Yeah, yeah. And you can't imagine anyone buying them and just like wearing it sort of down the high street, can you? No, no, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah it's a, I think it's a really well-designed shop, but just not somewhere that I would necessarily buy anything from. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So I think next is the Kusafari, Kusafiri, Kusafari, Kusafiri, coffee shop and bakery. Are you sure it's not Kusafari? Because it's... Well, it's, it's spelled just... Kusafiri. Yeah, but... Oh, it is, actually. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking it was spelled the same way as Safari was spelled, but it's it's got an I in it, isn't it, instead of an A? Yeah. I think it's Kusafiri. Yeah. I think this has a great menu. Um, I was trying to get to it. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's this cool. one. Okay, yeah. It's got like It's just basically like a window, and it's always got a massive queue. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. So I do feel like they, they could maybe open up a wider I mean if it was me I'd get rid of the I'd put the fruit stop there and put this okay. and move this over to where the fruit stand is <laughs> but there we go yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I've had the um, elephant ear pastry before I've had the cinnamon roll before they used to have a really like a 
I, I like how they have like the Kilimanjaro safaris where they're talking about poaching, and then in the in the snack stand just around the corner, they'll sell you an elephant ear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I like, really, I, I, really getting a, const, a consistent message going across there. It's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. And I've also had a, um, I think it was a spinach, egg and sausage wrap, which they no longer have, but we did talk about that a few weeks ago. I was going to, like, because I'm, I'm sure we stopped here for breakfast once when that's we went. What I had. And I thought that's what you had, but yeah. I didn't see it on the menu. I don't know why they took it off, because it was brilliant. Yeah. Really, really good. <laughs> they, yeah, I, I think okay. there's a really good range here. And they have something called a colossal cinnamon roll, which is significantly more expensive than everything else. Um, apparently, it's Mickey shaped. It's a Mickey shaped cinnamon roll. It's basically three cinnamon rolls. Yeah, two smaller ones and then one big one for the for the for the face. It does look good. I'm sure I've had this before. I mean, you can't go wrong with the cinnamon roll in Disney. I, I firmly believe that. They are very good. Yeah, well, like the, uh, like the one from Gu- uh, Gustans. Uh, Gustans? Gustan. What am I talking about? Gustans. Gustans. Why can't I say that Gaston. word? What? Gaston. What am I talking about? I don't know what's going on. Gaston. Yeah, Goose there goes. we go. Who's goes? Who's <laughs> Guston? You, you were combining, like, the, the French chef from Ratatouille... With Cusco from Emperor's yes. New Groove. And thinking and about Gaston. Gaston. <laughs> That's like the ultimate dining location there. It's a, it's the perfect combo. It's it's incredibly sort of multicultural. I mean, how they've not got a attraction based on Emperor's New Groove where it's water based. That I mean, imagine putting that in Splash Mountain. Just yeah. as you're going down. Wrong lava. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 yeah, it's, I haven't seen that film in such a long time, but it's such a great film. I think it was one of the last films of that era of Disney animation that was great. And then it started yeah. going to like Chicken Little. Yeah, they sort of had a rough phase sort of in the 2000s, didn't they? Meet the Robinsons. Yeah. Chicken Little. Yeah. Is it yeah. down on the range? I, yeah, I don't know if it's down. I don't think it's down on the range, is it? Something like that, isn't it? It's it's something rangy, isn't it? I know I know what you mean. Home on the range. Home on the range. Two thousand four. Right. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that's sort of early two thousands. It was a it was a, is, it was a tough time. The tagline for that is Buster Move. Oh dear. They have Buster Move. Who came up with that? It tells I hope the... they're not working at Disney anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it tells the story. Of three dairy cows in the Wild West who search for a wanted criminal to save their farm from going bankrupt. Absolute rubbish. <laughs> Absolute rubbish. Brother Bear, I, I didn't like either. You had Brother Bear before that, and then after um, Home on the Range was Chicken Little. Right, okay. Yeah. And then The Wild. I feel like they went through, like... Because those are probably computer-generated ones, aren't they? I've never even heard of the Wild. Wild. Is that a, is that an animated one? Yeah, like CG. Oh, is that Disney? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never even heard of it. That's and definitely then, uh, that's definitely based or kind of the idea of um, Madagascar. Yeah. So then they that had was what two thousand and six. When was Madagascar? 
2005. Yeah. There you go. Then they had Meet the Robinsons, and then the one that followed that, which is where they started to recover, which was Bolt. Yeah, Bolt was good. I enjoyed Bolt. And then they had Bolt, then Princess and the Frog. And then I think it was Tangled, I want to say. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back into the rhythm again. Yeah, because Bolt was very much... Bolt was kind of a different style, wasn't it? It wasn't like... Whereas I think I feel like the when you start getting back into Tangled and what was the other one that you mentioned? Um, Princess and the Frog. Was Princess the and the Frog. That, that's sort of like the classic Disney style, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Bolt was um, like um, CG animation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it was CG animation, but it was sort of like... It was sort of a different style to yeah. the classic Disney animations, wasn't it? I think it's a real um, shame that Princess and the Frog was the last full length, like hand drawn hand, one, right? Yeah, I'd like to see them do one of those at least. You know, maybe five years. Maybe, yeah. maybe five years would be nice. They could have just one team working on a working on it. Maybe they just don't make any money anymore. Maybe maybe it's it's too much effort and yeah, you do like to think with, they could do like a half hour thing. 45 minutes for like Disney Plus every couple of years. Yeah, it could do. Oh, there we go. So, yeah, so where were we? Um, Kusafari, I think breakfast looks is great there. And the only downside is they serve Joffrey's. You can get it Irish. Even even Irish Joffrey's isn't worth drinking. Um, but then if you go after breakfast, they have a chicken curry or a shrimp curry. Uh, oh, okay. I was just looking at the breakfast menu. Or you can get a combination chicken and shrimp curry. <laughs> which is actually cheaper than the shrimp curry by itself. Yeah, I was just thinking that. That seems a bit odd. I just assume you I've... only get one shrimp. Yeah, you just get like one bit of shrimp. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, the chicken is clearly like a cheaper meat, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they do, you know, whole sort of snacks and uh, they do cookies. and Oh, you can get your elephant ears still. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good location. I think it has always got a queue, but there's a reason for that. I think that it's a great mm-hmm. place. Yeah, it's quite unassuming from the outside, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah. So moving on, I think now to the Dawa Bar. Uh, yeah, where are we? So that was thirty-four, or was that thirty-three? No, that was thirty-three. So where are we now? Thirty-one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I I will often grab a drink here, actually. I think it's a nice little bar area. It's got some good seating. It used to be filled with people that were waiting for tables at Tusker House. But right. in recent years, I think Tusker House has it's lost a bit of its magic. It, you know. Okay. So it doesn't feel like it's as busy as it used to be. And there does tend to be like, because there's a bit of shade here where you can just sit and have a, have a drink. Mm-hmm. But it was, it, it, on, I do remember going with my parents and even going with Donna, like, I don't know, 10 years ago-ish, this whole area was just people waiting to be called for their table for Tusker House. Whereas right. now when I've been here, it does feel like people just sitting down having a drink from the bar. Oh, okay. Do you, do you think that's, do you think Tusker House has gone downhill or do you think there's just more options now? I've not been to Tusker House for a while. Right. Basically since we discovered Yak and Yeti. Uh, okay, okay. But I have heard from people that Tusker House isn't as good as it used to be. Right. Is it two credit? I don't know, actually. Yeah. But the other thing now is with, with the pandemic, like you can't even meet the characters. They're just walking past. So I was like, you're paying the same amount of money. And I know it's mm-hmm. a buffet, which is great. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, I think we're ticking off Tusker House at the same time here. <laughs> but it's, it's a buffet, which is great. But 
the reason you pay so much is to meet the characters and get their autographs and get photos and things. Yeah, that's why it is. Well, I can, I, I guess, I can understand it because you're still, you're still getting, you're not obviously getting the same experience, but it's costing Disney the same amount of money. Yeah, isn't it? At the end of the day, because you still got the food and they've still got to pay the cast, they've still got to pay the cast members who are playing the characters. That. But they should, they should reduce the, the prices slightly. Yeah, like I think maybe they could do it temporarily. Well, the thing is, if you're if you're paying the same price but you're not getting the same experience, yeah, that doesn't feel right. No, but I, mean, I, can, I guess I can understand. I guess I can I can understand it because they're they're still costing them the same amount of money. But it feels like there's probably a little bit of flex that they could uh, that they have in that. Yeah. So the yeah Dawa Bar, I will usually go with the. Um, Nagumu Jungle Juice. I mean, anyone that knows me will know that Jungle Juice is one of my favourite drinks on the planet. They used to serve it just opposite this bar in frozen form. Oh, okay. The last three times I've been to Animal Kingdom, that's not been there, which is a real shame. Is this the one that they serve in the Animal Kingdom Lodge restaurant? Breakfast, yeah. Yeah, okay. But this is like an alcoholic version. Yeah, but they used to serve... I I mean, I prefer the non-alcoholic okay i think the and the frozen one was great i don't know why they don't do it anymore it's really frustrating but um yeah the alcoholic one is still is still good so basically the alcoholic one is just the the regular jungle juice but with vodka and peach schnapps yeah yeah exactly great words schnapps 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 and then they they've also got i mean it feels like an african bar you could drop the bug light <laughs> couldn't you uh it feels like you could but you're in america right i know i know yeah they got i think their specialty cocktails are where it's at to be fair here hang, hang on hang on import draft beer maybe because you're is in it, africa they're importing it is that where they're going <laughs> is that where they're going even though even though one of them's called safari amber <laughs> yeah and also domestic <laughs> bottled beer tuscalaga and casalaga it feels like Bud Light is domestic. Well, it's domestic to the US, isn't it? But maybe, yeah. Is, is that what they're going for? Is that is, is are they saying that oh, we're you're in Africa, so yeah. Bud Light is an imported beer? Yeah, well, but, yeah. Uh, at least it's Tus- got an excuse to charge eight twenty five for for it. Then is Tuscalaga a real? It is a real. It's not one of their own ones. Okay, it's owned by an East African brewery. Well, there you go. There you go. Fair enough, but I'm guessing I'm guessing Safari Amber is their own. I don't think Disney brew their own beer. No, you don't think Joe's out the back. <laughs> I don't think he's got his own brewery. He's working for Virgin Galactic now. He's not got time. Oh yeah, he is, isn't he? Absolute moron. Uh, Why? I I still immensely dislike Richard Branson for at least what, Elon Musk for taking at least taking Elon Joe Musk. Road. No, for taking rich people into oh. the atmosphere for no real reason. At least Elon Musk, although he's mental, yeah, he's trying to achieve something for the human race. Yeah, there's a bit. There is a there is a sort of a difference, isn't there? You've got you've got um, Virgin and I want to say it's Blue Origin. Yeah, the the Elon and um, not Elon Musk. Um, Jeffrey, yeah, Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> yeah, that one. Come on, um, Jeffrey, you can do it. Pave the way, put you back into it. 
Exactly, exactly. The, yeah, they're going for the, like the space tourism deal, aren't they? Yeah. Whereas Musk is going for more of the... We need to get off this planet because we're destroying it. Yeah, yeah. Although I think, I guess Bezos is is going for a bit of that, isn't he? He's trying I to get NASA so, yeah. contracts, isn't he? Yeah, but, yeah. But mostly but, it's but tourism so far. Yeah, Browns is just rich people want to go, not even really into space, just on the outer atmosphere of Earth. Just, just on the edge. Yeah. And he's like, and then he's like, oh yeah, let's save the planet. It's like, mate, you're, you're literally, you've got an airline, you've got now a space line and cruise yeah. ships. Just rein it in. If you're going to talk about climate change, give it to someone else to do. <laughs> Jesus. And you've got your own bloody island. Just stop uh, it. Oh, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Just stop it, Dickie, all right? Yeah, maybe, maybe it's probably not the best thing to highlight on your business, is it? I just, and everybody talks about climate change. It's like, shut up. <laughs> I know that air, air travel needs to exist, but space travel, no, it doesn't. It kind of feels unnecessary, doesn't and it? it you, that degree of it, doesn't it? You can, you can talk to the cows come home about how the fuel is great, but you're still bloody good. You're still using fuel. Just stop, all right? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember how we got onto that tangent. I don't know, but I need to stop before I just have a rant at. At uh, Richard Branson. Branson. <laughs> Dickie Branson, love it. <laughs> Sounds like a grim, like, knockoff um, pickle. <laughs> okay, let's move on to Tamu Tamu refreshments. Uh, right, where's that? 30? Yeah. Okay. I, I okay. think this is where they used to serve the... This is where they used to serve the jungle juice. Oh, what, the frozen one? Yeah, okay. around by here at least. Anyway, there might have been a separate stand to this. Yep. But it feels like this doesn't need to exist with the the coffee places just around the corner. Uh, the coffee place, as in... Um... Crucifiri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's basically serving the same stuff. Uh, yeah, for like for breakfast-wise. They do have a few desserts at, for snacks. Like they, got, yeah. they serve Dole Whip, which obviously appeals to... The mass visitors of Disney parks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, a lot of the other stuff is very, there's a lot of crossover, isn't there? Although they do us, they have a, and they have a smaller selection of stuff as well. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's a bigger stand. Right. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make sense. Although it's interesting that they call it the colossal Mickey cinnamon roll. That makes more sense. It does make more sense. Unless the Kusafiri uh, has changed it slightly. Because I did see a few photos of just a massive cinnamon roll without the ears. Oh, okay. They Maybe. may have changed it slightly. Maybe. So I guess, yeah, we, we've covered off Tusker House, really, haven't we? I mean, we should say it's it's $42 for an adult for breakfast. And for dinner, it's $55. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. And $36. That's, that's cheaper than... I feel like that's cheaper than, say, Crystal Palace. Yeah, it may, the thing is, though, it, it's not for everyone, this menu. Like, when you... Right, okay. Them, like, I read a few, like, example entrees that they have on the buffet for dinner. Moroccan spiced beef, uh, green curry shrimp, marinated pork, spit-roasted uh, herb chicken. They've got <laughs> green beans with carrots and corn on the side, roasted potatoes, mac and cheese, jasmine rice. I bloody love jasmine rice. Bloody love jasmine rice. <laughs> Bloody love it. Bloody love it. 
<laughs> they've got like chocolate mousse and mini desserts and things. But like that, as animal inspired mini desserts. What does that yeah. mean? Elephant ears. Yeah. But that, that, that as a dinner menu is not for everyone. And I remember when Donna and I were looking at booking for our honeymoon, we were like, oh, let's go back to Tusker House, but let's try dinner. And then we looked at the dinner menu and I was like, oh, that sounds good, but Donna didn't fancy it. She wasn't so keen. And to be honest, like we'd probably have a similar conversation. Like I'd try it, but like $55 is a lot for like things that I probably, I would eat, but I wouldn't necessarily order them if they're on a menu. Yeah. Yeah. You think if you're, if you're paying for, if you had it on the dining plan, then maybe you wouldn't, it wouldn't be as bad. Yeah. Um, it does it just like 55, if it's $55 per adult, it doesn't make what you wonder if it's a two credit place because mm. obviously that's you know more expensive than your average entree yeah at say even the boathouse yeah you know because i think if you well if you if you have the lobster at the um the crab staff crab lobster yeah four dollars something like that and that's a two credit place right boathouse yeah. so yeah. i'm assuming that tusker house is the, um, um, the latest rumor on the dining plan is that it will be back by the time the 50th starts. Really? That's that is the rumor I am hearing. Oh, okay. Although that feels a bit weird because, like, most people would have already had their trips booked and everything well, like that. It's going to be paid for, isn't it? So you can probably ring your Disney travel. I want, and go, I have, want to hold it on. on. Yeah. yeah. Which I yeah. would, I would do if I was able to go. It's just easier. They've got Crystal Palace dining is $39 per adult. I don't know if they've changed the way buffets work at the minute, though, because breakfast offerings at Tusker House are like pastries basket, breakfast platter. It's like... Right. They just, they, it sounds like they're just bringing it yeah. to you. Cr- Crystal Palace doesn't have a breakfast menu at the moment. Okay. So I wonder if they're not open for breakfast. But I'm sure the dining for Crystal Palace was like $60. Uh, adult maybe that maybe it's just changed while things are yeah because that's quite that's quite a big um yeah that's quite a big change isn't it although actually it doesn't look like it's it's not buffet yeah this is it i think based on just, the menu they've changed the way buffets work at the minute yeah well they, they they serve crispy fried chicken macaroni macaroni cheese topped with uh, pan, uh panko breadcrumbs and green beans so it's not it's not even a buffet anymore at the moment Right. Um, well, this is, looks- so this, the breakfast platter for um, Tusker House. So yeah. scrambled eggs, fine. Mickey and Simmer waffles, cool. And Durban chicken and egg curry with jasmine rice. served <laughs> with bacon, sausage and roasted potatoes. I mean, I love jasmine rice, but not for breakfast. That's taking the piss, isn't it? <laughs> Especially as a, a curry for breakfast seems a bit weird to me personally. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's a... Being totally honest, find me someone in Africa that's eating a curry for breakfast. It does seem out of place. <laughs> right, does it? No, it doesn't seem right. I'm curious as to what safari bread is. But I just don't understand, like, why... Like, scrambled eggs, Mickey and Simba waffles. How can you mix that with chicken and egg curry? It does seem a bit strange. Like, when they say breakfast platters, in, do they mean that comes as a... You get like a that you get everything on that list as like for your table. Although yeah. that's like is that per adult? I don't know. I'm not sure. Anyone that's been to Tusker House listening, let us know because it's yeah. very unclear. Because it does seem a bit odd that you get like scrambled eggs, bacon, sausage, roasted potatoes, 
and then curry and rice. Yeah. Well, curry like, and rice at breakfast is just, it's just madness. It's a, bit, it's a bit strange. Madness. <laughs> this is madness. Well, this is just madness. So I think the final one on the list is oh, yeah. one not to be forgotten because it is one of your highlights of Animal Kingdom. I enjoy it. It's festival. I know you don't. Well, I, I enjoy part of it. Right. Yeah. I hate the interactions I'm... and I hate this stupid song in the middle with the acrobatics. I, I dislike the interactions. I agree. Um, Can you feel the love tonight? No, I can't. <laughs> Move on. I don't, I don't mind that. Where's Timon? Bring him back. It feels a bit drawn out. It's, it goes, yeah, it goes on. And, and it feels a bit like it's quite a change of pace in the middle of the show. Yeah. I, um, I, but I don't I mind it. Last time I went to see this, I looked at my phone afterwards and I had about 80 photos of Timon. <laughs> like clearly, clearly it's, he's the only part of the show I enjoy. Does Donna need to be worried? Yeah. <laughs> but like for me, he makes that show. Like, yeah. I love Timon as a character anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One of the few characters as a kid that I actually wanted to, to meet rather than being forced to meet characters. I thought you were going to say B. No. One, uh, like Timon and Flick. Yeah. Flick, obviously, Bugs, Bugs Life is my favourite Pixar film. Mm-hmm. So the chance to meet Flick um, um, after as well, I suppose, um, was always cool. So, But yeah, there, there are very few characters that I actually, as a kid, wanted to go and meet. I wasn't really right. that into characters. I never have been. I mean, I met all the characters like uh, at a very young age, like all the you know Disney, Don- Disney, Mickey, Donald, you know Goofy, um, all those, yes. all those ones. Yes. Um, I don't know if I met like a lot of the film characters. Yeah, I, I, I mean, Stitch is still Stitch is obviously my favorite Disney character. Yeah. And I've, I've talked before about how it's going to sound weird. How one of my favorite experiences of meeting Stitch was outside the toilets in Tomorrowland. <laughs> Do we need to get a doll and point? <laughs> no, no. Donna was in the uh, in the toilets, and I think he was just finishing his shift. Right. And I was just sat sat on the wall, and he came up to me and gave me a high five and stuff. And uh, yeah, that was it really. But like, just you know, <laughs> spend, spend that like a good like minute or so just interacting mm-hmm. with me. Yeah, which is really like I love stuff like that at Disney. It's a shame that Disney World it doesn't that doesn't happen more often. Yeah, it only tends to happen when they're either coming or going from their shifts, doesn't it? Yeah. Really, because um, they get mobbed, and yeah. that's the problem. But it was yeah. really nice because it was pretty much just me. Um, around the area, so there were no like kids running just, up. Just there. you lurking outside the toilets. I was just waiting to meet Stitch. <laughs> I knew at some point he'd need a wee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been there since eight in the morning. It was now two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Donna wasn't even in the park. No, she used that as an excuse now. Yeah, to make the story not sound so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, first festival of the Lion King, like it. I don't mind doing it. it. You know, I do do it every couple of years. It's the bit yeah. in the middle and the bit at the start that really grates on me. And I don't know why it just does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the interaction bit that I don't particularly like. 
Well, it's going to be worse for me now that I've got a kid. Yeah. Just, just think of think of that. Like as as an adult, like if, if you're in a group of adults in Disney, yeah, you don't want to inter- interact with those shows. They never pick on you mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you know if you're a dad, it they could be you, that, Ryan. Those, those are the people they look for to do like ah oh, yeah. You're gonna be you're gonna be the giraffe because you don't know what the giraffe does. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. A lot of like, what have you got? You got giraffe. It's one of them zebra. I think you've got giraffe, lion, warthog. Is elephant one? Oh, maybe it is elephant. I think I maybe think... I'm thinking like zebra and giraffe. Like, there's always one that nobody knows what it sounds like. I think it's a giraffe, and she, and they're always like, it's like a sheep. Yeah. So, like, if they pick me, I'll be like, got this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you'll know exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. Same with the Indiana Jones show where they always pick someone to do that. I could be you, Ryan. I could I would nail that. <laughs> Someone get me a cowboy hat. I'm gonna make this into a 10-minute show. <laughs> Ryan's just like gonna steal the show, they're gonna have to like pull him down. Give me give me Indiana Jones's hat and whip, and you will all have a great time. Not in that way, right? Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, no, no I, I do. I do understand why it's such a uh, beloved show, and I, I was very happy when they moved it to Africa because it makes so much more sense than obviously where it was before, which was yeah. where Pandora is now. Mm-hmm. X Camp Mini Mickey Camp Mickey Mini, which yeah. is awful. It was such a poor land. I mean, you could tell. <laughs> obviously, it was supposed to be Beastly Kingdom. Uh, yeah, and they just did something on the cheap. Because it used to have an awful like Tarzan rock show. Dear. Honestly, go to YouTube and, and everyone go to YouTube and watch that. It was is the only show in the history of going to Walt Disney World that my family and I walked out on. Oh, really? <laughs> it was that bad. That's terrible. <laughs> I don't remember it. I mean, I must have been there. You must have done it. When it was on. Yeah, I'm sure I did. But it was probably such a long time ago. Ter- honestly one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life what what year did it close uh, let's have a look it was there from 99 to 2006 so you oh, definitely okay. done it yeah I definitely would have been oh it's in Dinoland I thought it was in um... oh oh it was replaced by Finding Nemo the Musical there you go well not much of an improvement then well they had they had Journey into the Jungle Book there before oh they, well there you go there's your Jungle Book, jungle book attraction yeah come and gone come and gone I don't even remember that. I mean, the co- <laughs> just looking at the costumes. My God, there's no surprise why it left. <laughs> yeah, maybe it wasn't quite the same in the... I imagine that was 90s, was it? Yeah. Must, must have been, if they've gone through like a couple of attractions since then. Oof. I do remember seeing a picture of that before, but oof, jeez. It, it, yeah, it looks... <laughs> Like something out of like the return return to Oz film. I mean, the the costumes are rough, but the guy playing Mowgli is about is about thirty five. I think he does look about thirty five, wearing essentially a red diaper. Yeah, um, which looks very strange. Yes, yeah, I mean, if you're going to do a jungle book attraction, make it good. Yeah, this wasn't. I mean, that's the thing. It's like. Maybe it's missed its chance because they had this. Yeah. And maybe it wasn't popular because of obvious reasons. Um, 
and maybe maybe as a result they don't want to go back to it because you know they don't want to go back to jungle book because it's considered unpopular because this attraction was unpopular maybe yeah but damn they they did have sorry what was what was actually at camp mini mickey was right pocahontas and her forest friends oh okay so which one did you so you saying which one you saying was bad was the tarzan rock show was terrible oh okay okay yeah um so pocahontas and her forest friends opened in 98 when the park opened and closed in 2008 oh okay Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I know I've never been a great fan of Pocahontas, so it wasn't for me. But I know lots of people enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. So that concludes our tour of Africa. Um, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and lots of tangents this week. But mm-hmm. uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. Apart from you, Dickie Branson. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Do go and rate the show on uh, your podcast app, and we will see you again next week ah there you are and just in time there's a little matter i forgot to mention beware of hitchhiking ghosts they have selected you to fill our quota and they'll haunt you until you return